Welcome to the People of Packaging Podcast, brought to you by Specrite. Specrite wants you to envision a world without waste. Join the movement at specrite.com backslash PKG. Hey, that's right. It's another episode of the People of Packaging Podcast. I'm your host with the Holy Ghost, the Packaging Pastor, Adam Peak. You can find me on TikTok at Packaging Pastor or on LinkedIn. Just search for my name, Adam Peak. Wanted to talk real quickly about a new sponsor for our podcast, Spark Packaging. Are you sick and tired of the same positions at your plant constantly being open or just not being filled? Maybe your facility just isn't retaining talent due to not having dedicated recruitment support. If you need contract to hire support, or you are looking to hire directly for industry professionals, Spark Packaging can help. Spark Packaging is the industry partner who provides all your recruitment and staffing needs. And and basically, listen, we all know we need a lot of that right now. If you're one of those people hearing this and thinking, hey, wait a second, that's me, then you can go to sparkpackaginginc.com backslash hiring. Once again, that's sparkpackaginginc.com backslash hiring and answer some of their questions. Once received, a Spark team member will reach out ASAP. And hey, if you get there, just tell them that I sent you. That would be awesome. Thanks so much. And let's get to this next episode. All right. I am here with uh, one of my my absolute favorite Bulgarian. Uh, I know so many people in Bulgaria. <laughs> Uh, I'm so happy to be joined by uh, Radina Popova. Radina is the co-founder and CEO of Defold, or as I was saying it, Difold, but uh, it's D-I-F-O-L-D. We're going to get into what it is that they're doing, what it is they're making. I've got one here in my podcasting closet in lovely Salt Lake City, Utah, and it just reached out, and I was like, this is a really cool innovation. I love what you're doing. Can I have you on the People of Packaging podcast? And she said, sure. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, Radina, welcome uh, to the to the podcast. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, hi, Adam. It's really nice uh, to be a guest of your show and to, to see you in person as a, one of our early supporters and adopters of what we are doing and testers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a privilege. <laughs> it's been great. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. So uh, we're going to talk about the the water bottle and why I thought it was so cool and why I uh, was an early backer on, I think it was Kickstarter. We'll get into all yeah. of that. Uh, but I want, I want, this is the, uh, this is about people first, right? Like we're going to talk about packaging and water bottles. It, this is packaging. Uh, we'll talk about that, but first we want to talk about you as a person. So uh, you know, obviously, we know your name, we know your title, and I let everyone know that you're in Bulgaria. Uh, but uh, how did maybe how did what's your background like? What kind of qualified you to innovate and make uh, uh, what what maybe one of the coolest water bottles I've ever seen made? Uh, thank you. That's a big statement. I, I hope, uh, yeah, we're making a different uh, with the water bottles. Uh, so yeah, a little bit about me. Uh, yeah, I come from Bulgaria. I'm uh, 32 years old, and uh, in as an education, I after graduated from high school, I uh, went studying uh, in the UK. Uh, I did a bachelor in marketing. Then I 
pursued a, a career for three years in creative advertising. So I was working for yeah uh, for the uh, Bulgarian branch of Sachi and Sachi. Mm. Was like a project manager in the digital marketing area that was still emerging in the early days of Facebook and the paid advertising <clears throat> in social media. And then at some point I was looking for something different. I was not feeling completely satisfied with uh, with doing only marketing. And I was always eager to develop something by myself uh, or be part of a startup. So then I decided to, to do a master in innovation entrepreneurship in uh, Barcelona in Esade. And then I got into more startups, uh, getting the basics about what is it to, to start uh, developing your own business uh, from an idea to growing it. And then I did, a, it was like five, six months internship in a biotech startup in Berlin, uh, which was in a very early stage of development. And uh, it was not the right time for me to be part of the team. And I, I am with more of a business background where there was still a lot of R&D work happening. Okay. Uh, so then I uh, yeah, terminated uh, <coughs> my internship there and I got an opportunity to come back to Bulgaria and be part of, uh, of another startup which after that brought me to default and uh, met me. I actually, I met with Peter, who is my co-founder okay. uh, with, with the previous startup that we were working together that is called Wostack. And he was, he's basically the inventor of, of the folding te technology behind the bottles. So he he, he had this principle of fold, uh, fold, folding or any kind of tubular shaped containers, but just like an invention, he he had done all of the research and so that it was something that hasn't been patented yet, but uh, he was looking at the business and commercial applications of this invention. And yeah, we joined forces and we applied to uh, the climate Kick Accelerator, which is a green tech network of mm. uh, early stage uh, um, accelerator program that is funded by the EU. Uh, and we got accepted and this set the beginning of, of our journey at default. So this is more a little bit on my educational uh, yeah. and work background. And um, yeah, apart from that, I told I told you that I'm very much into outdoor sports. Oh, right. <laughs> My portfolio there is <laughs> is still growing. And <laughs> I'm dif it's difficult to choose between uh, rock climbing, uh, mountain biking, snowboarding, <laughs> all kind of uh, these things. But I think yeah, I think I you would be between the two. <laughs> you would be right at home in in Salt Lake City, Utah. There's I a, know I want to. I, I will come there. There's so sure. much. There's so much. There's a ton of snowboarding skiing, rock climbing, mountain biking, uh, and also a very vibrant entrepreneur startup community as well. Uh, so as you're saying that, I'm like, it sounds like Bulgaria and Utah are maybe similar. Maybe that's the only place they're similar. I don't know. Um, but that's that's great. So uh, you mentioned this green, what would you say, the green accelerator that was part of the EU? Yeah, uh, climate kick. Climate kick. Okay. Um, so what, what was that like? How did you? Is that is that a common thing in the EU? And you got to go through a whole application process and get vetted. And 
how, how many people apply versus how many get accepted? I mean, that seems like it was a really, was that a really big kick, uh, you know, as it's what it's a, supposed to be? It's for... a big accelerator network all, all around Europe and it, they have their local branches. Uh, let's say we are in Eastern Europe. So we were part of the Eastern branch and there is a representative in Bulgaria. So they get a batch um, of, uh, comp- of early stage uh, startups. So it's very early stage focused and they give you a grant for four months that you can use this grant uh, to develop your idea. And we were in stage two of development, I think, although I think we were supposed to be in stage one, Um, but uh, it's at the beginning. So it gives you the structure, the discipline to start working on your idea and you have the environment uh, like meeting with other startups, and uh, the mentorship from the people who are running the the accelerator. Um, And for us with Peter, basically we didn't know each other that much before that. So it like it really bonded us uh, to start working together to get to know each other and our different characters and styles. And and it was was a good start, definitely. I love it. uh, Well, let's talk about this thing. So I... If if you're not watching this interview, if you're listening to it, I've been, I realized I brought this down. It was full of water. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to show this thing off, I should probably drink it. So I was finishing off the water. Uh, so if you're not familiar with, and you've got one as well there, uh, with uh, with Defold or Difold, uh, we'll just, we'll just keep using yeah. both. Uh, so it's this, it's a, uh, it's a bottle that you can actually crease down and it'll, so you can shrink it down to a really small size, put the cap on it, and then you have this tiny little bottle that you can take with you. Like, I put it in. I don't make fun of me, but I have a little, like, I think those, like, fanny packs are back in. And, yeah, I use one, and it fits right in there. So I can throw it in that, get to the get to the airport, pop it open, fill it up with water, drink it, condense it back down, um, and I can do this over and over and over again. Um, so it's, it's, it's great. Cause I love how compact it is obviously shipping these a- around the world. If you're, if you can condense these bottles down versus, you know, the big Yeti mugs and other types of mugs that people might have that are shipping a lot of freight that it, or air rather, that's just freight. This you're con- condensing it down. You can fit a bunch on a pallet. I think it's a genius, um, innovation. So you said Peter is the inventor behind it is that correct yeah okay and then you are the you're the go-to-market business strategist yeah got it got it that's great um so how many iter like how long did it take to get to i wouldn't even say this is probably even the final iteration right you introduced me as an early backer and tester and (laughs) we did we found out one of the my my first go around uh, I got, I got, I was able to experience a flaw and then it got fixed and you sent me out a new one. So I was really appreciative. Um, so how many different iterations of this design have you had to go through to get to where you felt like we can put this out into the marketplace? Yeah, we started the prototyping with 3D printing when we were in the accelerator, like different uh, concepts. There was a previous design of this one because the, it's, it's yeah, default is the brand and the origami bottle is the product. Uh, so 
everything uh, around our technology is about folding uh, cylinders and tubular shaped containers and there are different geometrical patterns that can allow these containers to fold and the origami bottle is just one design and representation of the multiple geometrical patterns so we had a uh, a previous design that was based on trapezoid forms, uh, which didn't uh, make the bottle so compact, but you can kind of adjust it more. Okay. Uh, then we came up with this cleaner and more minimalistic uh, style of the bottle that it makes it more compact and it's more beautiful and elegant. Yeah. Um, and you just collapse it in three steps, whereas with the other, you have to press several times. So we did several inter iterations with 3D printing, let's say for one year, but we were not sure how exactly to go to market because as you know, like with the origami bottle, we are just setting the beginning of something bigger and we aim to go to the packaging space to introduce refillable, reusable packaging for consumer goods, for, um, yeah, for returnable systems. Uh, so we were really, looking at different business applications of, of these foldable products and with the reuse applications. And in the end of uh, 2019, we decided that uh, we'll go by developing uh, our own brand and developing the product. So from 2019 until March 2022, we were basically uh, working on bringing this product product to market and there are different stages because we were looking for funding then for production the, the concept itself and the design it was finished in the in the end of 2019 uh, but then in 2020 when the COVID hit uh, we basically launched the Kickstarter campaign in June 2020 and then we had a year and a half of uh, production challenges let's say so i would say the biggest bottleneck was really bringing this pre-production um, sample to serial production so because with us um, it is the design that is really innovative and uh, <laughs> different but also the material that we are using because as you see it's not only that it, the product is super uh, compact when you fold it and when it's empty but also when you unfold it it behaves like a normal conventional bottle. So it's very sturdy and stable, which is something different when you compare it to silicon products, because this is not the first foldable bottle. And right. there are also replicas of this, uh, of this product. As every physical product, you can find replicas on uh, AliExpress and then even on Amazon, because they're really not considering your IP, mm -hmm. uh, but all of the replicas, they're made of silicon and most of our competitor brands, they're made of silicon, which is a material that is super soft. So it would not give this uh, stability, whereas with our product, we have it. And then it's also leaving always this uh, rubber after tasting the water that I really don't like. I've tested so many uh, yeah, silicon bottles. And then it's also not sustainable because uh, silicon, it cannot be recycled in the end of its life. So it's, this is, it's not thermoplastic. Uh, so we, you cannot melt it after, after the end of the product's uh, life. So what, what is uh, this? What, what would I do with this if I, if I decided to upgrade or 
Um, you know, you come out with a new one that's really cool and fun and exciting. What would I do with this? Then does this get recycled? Do you is there a return program? Uh, what, what yeah, would, we what want to do? introduce. Um, we want to introduce uh, return uh, policies for collecting back, uh, collect collecting back old products, uh, and recycle them and turn them into raw materials of new ones. So really having a circular economy model around the product. This is not uh, implemented yet since we're just starting. There's so many processes that are currently happening, but. Uh, we really want to think of this aspect of the uh, of the business as well, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a precious material. It's very high end uh, type of polymer. It's half bio based, and um, oh. DSM is the is the manufacturer. It's a Dutch company, and it's really one of their in, from the in, innovative uh, types of polymers. Yeah. Um, and I love the base of it too. It was one thing I didn't even really think about, but uh, the the fact that it can condense so far, but you've designed this base that it just sits so mm-hmm. nicely is is a is a great feature. And you know the the thing that really I would say I'm most impressed with, to be completely candid, is that sustainability does not have to be boring. It doesn't have to be. Uh, like it can be elegant, it can be beautiful, it can, it, but it's also really functional and useful. Um, I just, I really like that you've, you and and Peter and your team. You said before the call, there's five employees now. Is that right? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. We recently. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, your team is doing is doing a great job of, of creating something that is unique and fresh and even at the airport i had a couple people asking me about it they were like what is that uh-huh. i was like here's yeah, filling up it's my water conversation bottle. starter yeah really. yeah it's great i love it uh, it's wh- fun like it's really for us it's uh really making uh reuse more manageable so easier convenient and also you have the fun aspect and really like getting uh people's eye and eyes and asking you what is this and can i try it it's like a toy so yeah. it's not the normal use that you have with a bottle exactly yeah it's it's a it's an experience and it's a it's a great experience and like you said it doesn't leave like a gross taste at least it hasn't for me uh it's which is part of it too right like it doesn't matter you could have done all of this engineering and then tasted the water and be like oh this is disgusting <laughs> what have we, yeah, what have we yeah. done uh that's great so radina we're getting up here at the end of the interview time so i want to give us some space so that you can let people know obviously you're still early stage with it uh so is it how would people go about finding default is it still on kickstarter indiegogo has it moved off is there just a website where they can get orders how would people go about getting one of these bottles yeah, we, we just launched our uh, brand new e-commerce site. Uh, so it's diefold.com. And we are all around social media as well. And uh, 
the website you can order the bottle we are shipping uh, to the US, also to the EU, California, um, Canada and Australia. I mean, not only California in the US. Uh, California is kind of uh, like its own. It's like its own country here anyway. So yeah, I wanted sort of... to say Canada, but it's <laughs> no, it's totally fine. It's totally... But trust uh, me, if I had to start talking about it geography outside of the US cuz i'm just off i'm okay at it but uh i you have number one you've done great with that but yeah. but number two every time i've had a few people from the eu on my podcast and i'm always so humbled because i'm thinking like i wonder how many languages like how many languages you speak or have to be able to speak. I mean, you mentioned living in Germany, in Spain, in the UK, in Bulgaria, and I'm thinking like, there's probably at least four or five languages that you got to know. No, 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 that's many. <laughs> Just Spanish, English, and Bulgarian, and yeah, that's it. That's 300% <laughs> more than I know. <laughs> no, that's that's great. Yeah, so um, okay, so, so the US, Canada, Australia, the EU, uh, they can all go to Diefold, D-I-F-O-L-D dot com. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. All right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, and, uh, and if they wanted to connect up with you and just learn more about your story or uh, if somebody had a question about, I don't know, maybe a bulk purchase or, yeah. uh, you know. How we're, it... uh, we're really targeting right now when we see a big potential for uh, companies that want to to buy larger quantities for presents for their employees or partners for christmas gifts it's really um, a purposeful gift that a gift that gives uh, and conveys unfolds a sustainable message and something that people would love to use and it's not like the yeah the the stereotypical merchandise that you get and everybody is pissed off and which is also causing a lot of pollution right. in my opinion so uh yeah reach out uh you can reach me out on linkedin radina popova or um, yeah if you find the default in linkedin the, and check the employees that are working there i'm one of them or uh, instagram we're also there and uh, from very recently on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> are. So wherever you write uh, on our default channels, uh, I mean, I'm I'm in contact with uh, with whoever is interested to speak about any uh, partnerships or opportunities. Yeah. Well, listen. And the... we're, we're soon launching our second product. Oh, you are by the end of this year. Yeah. All right. It, uh, it's an origami cup. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, and yeah. for so I'm getting ready. This is kind of uh, actually probably by the time this episode airs. So for those of you who don't know, we record these episodes and then they come out on the podcast, whatever, six to eight weeks later sometimes. But uh, I'm recording this before going to Label Expo and Pack Expo. But all of these trade shows, this thing, just look at how fun this is. This would make such a great giveaway at a booth you know i'm thinking about like because you just get all these little uh you know cups and coffee mugs and all that kind of stuff it's like but look at how much fun this would be to give out to people so uh hopefully for trade shows coming up here some folks will reach out to you as well 
Gidman Volk. Radina, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's late there in Bulgaria, so thanks for coming on uh, to record this at, at such a late hour. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your quick response too on um, on the first uh, the first one. I, I had a little a little uh, bust in one of the creases, and she's like, "Yep, that's happened. We'll get you out another one." I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." So I really appreciated that. Uh, thanks. Your, team, your team's been awesome. You've been great. And thanks for coming on the podcast. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Really nice. Definitely. Thanks again. Recording stopped. Hey, congrats. You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.